And we're live. Oh, hey. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Monday Morning Espresso. We're super excited to have you all back and joining us. Believe it or not, it's actually been like, I don't know, like six weeks since we actually recorded something. Yeah. Do we really want to tell them that? Don't we want them to think that we're yeah, just Yeah, I know. We're so on top of things. <laughs> and we're actually, we sit here at midnight on Sundays. And yep. then post this the is live. episode at 3 a.m yeah. hope you had a really good christmas <laughs> <laughs> but seriously it is just a few days before christmas now and um i don't know about you but i always get kind of depressed the day after christmas because you're like oh man no more presents <laughs> okay i mean if you want to oh, put wait. it that way no. yes um but we wanted to do kind of a Christmas-themed show and keep the spirit alive for an extra day. So we do hope you all had a great Christmas yesterday, um, that you were able to celebrate with family and friends and just feel lots of joy. Um, we're hoping, because technically it's not Christmas yet as we're talking, but we're hoping that we're going to get a white Christmas here in Colorado. Mm -hmm. That would be At great. At least for like so, an hour Maybe some of you got a white Christmas. If you did, congratulations. Um, but yeah, today we want to do kind of a Christmas-themed show, so we hope you enjoy it. Benj, what's your very favorite thing about Christmas? My very favorite thing about Christmas? What's the first thing you, you thought of when I asked that question? The song, Oh Holy Night. Aww. I'm wondering why we don't sing it all year round. Yeah. It's just the most powerful worship song, and it's, I don't know, it's just so God-focused, you know? Yeah. A lot of worship songs these days are are good, but they're often, like, life-focused, us-focused, yeah. and it's just God-focused. It's just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love Oh Holy Night, too. It still makes me cry like a little girl. Oh. <laughs> what about you? Uh, well, the first thing I thought of, which I think is just the change that's made when you become a parent, I just love seeing Emmanuel and Serafina and how delighted they are by absolutely everything. We went to see the zoo lights at the Denver Zoo the other night, and they just had so much fun seeing all the bright lights, and Fina was sitting in the front of the stroller just like, and pointing at things and I just like that watching kids enjoy Christmas is probably my favorite thing about Christmas now yeah good so, yeah well to get to the content of what we'd like to talk about today I actually have been thinking a lot about um, Mary's Magnificat or Mary's Song of Praise in Luke 1 because a couple weeks ago at church, actually, our pastor preached on it, and I was, like, riveted. Because he basically portrayed Mary more of, like, a Katniss figure. <laughs> uh -huh. Where she's, like, not, like, she was, yes, thank you. <laughs> um, yes, she was obedient. Yes, she was humble. Yes, she was accepting of God's plan. But she also, when you dig into this Magnificat, um, you see that she definitely had that perspective of a lot, a lot of the poor Jewish people around her, that they are waiting for a savior, a king, 
a deliverer who would come and violently overthrow the Roman Empire and free them from their bondage. Which I never really realized that before that sermon, and it totally got me fired up, and now I like Mary a lot. Yeah. Like, I've always liked her, but you're kind of like, oh, Holy Mary, so sweet and mild. But she Mm -hmm. was kind of like, all right, God, you're giving me this son, and (laughs) (laughs) so now everything that you promised will come true with this violent overthrow of the Roman Empire. Right. So let let me kind of just read through the Magnificat because it's beautiful, and then I will go back and point out the specific parts to focus on today does that mm-hmm. sound good yeah i just wanted before you jump yeah, into that ahead. on what you were saying uh, i was reading just before when the angel comes to her and says greetings favored woman the lord is with you and mary's reaction to that greeting which is a pretty happy greeting is confused and disturbed mary tried to think what the angel could mean and i think that just emphasizes like to greet someone in her situation in that day and age with you're highly favored was kind of like wait what yeah <laughs> i you must have the wrong wrong town wrong city wrong country yeah. um so i think yeah just on top of what you're saying there like that's our our context for what we're we're talking and reading about today yeah. is no i don't feel that way no i'm not i'm not favored and I don't see that God is with me. I'm a I'm a young girl from the poorest village in the poorest area of all of Israel. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a girl. Like yeah. you got the wrong you got the wrong yeah, girl. Yeah, that's good, babe. I like Thanks. that. We should okay. we should jump back on that. So that's our know. context. Yeah. Okay. So Mary's song of praise. Um Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice of his lowly servant girl, and from now on all generations will call me blessed. Which, hello, that's awesome that she was foreseeing that. For the Mighty One is holy, and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful, for he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. And in case you're wondering, that's Luke 1, 46 through 55. So this is beautiful. I mean, there's so much that we could talk about in here. Um, Kind of the little piece that I wanted to focus on was this part in the middle she says his mighty arm has done tremendous things he has scattered the proud and haughty ones he has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble he has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands um so she's talking about god she's talking about history but she's also talking about destiny because she knows that it's the son of god that is growing within her Mm -hmm. and i think Um, probably a lot of us listening to this podcast know that, um, during this time, the Romans were in charge of Israel and it was a brutal regime and there was a lot of, uh, 
abuse of power and a lot of violence and a lot of terror and just a lot of unknown and uncertainty and the people of Israel felt so weak and so just wondering like where is God we haven't heard from him in so long is God even real anymore right so in this moment Mary's thinking wow like the savior is coming and this is what it's going to look like it's going to look like scattering proud and haughty ones it's going to look like princes coming down from their thrones it's going to look like the rich being sent away with empty hands basically a really fierce heroic kingly overthrow of this empire but we all know what ended up happening is jesus was born into a very humble situation he grew up very humbly became a carpenter um and then he wasn't walking around with a spear and a javelin and a war cry he was walking around with just two hands extended and words of peace and a call to repentance really Mm -hmm. to a nation and just how differently so-called overthrow looked like what was overthrown by jesus anyway what was changed by this man who was a peacemaker and just very humble who performed miracles yes but what did he accomplish while he was here if you look at it from an out like an outside perspective he came He preached a good word. He gained a lot of followers. Then he died. And that's it. Like, right. What, what was the world change that happened through Jesus's Mm -hmm. time here on earth? Yeah. A lot of the verses that I've been reading just in the Advent season and leading up to Christmas focus on all the different times that Jesus said, I came to do this or I came so that this Mm -hmm. You know, him explicitly saying why he came. And it's things like, you know, I came that you may have life Mm -hmm. and life to the full. I came to overthrow the works of the devil. Um, I came not to bring peace, but to bring a sword. Um, And and these things that when we look at them, when we look at the context and the hindsight that he's given us now through the word of God and the Holy Spirit and what he did accomplish in that short amount of time, and we start to see a fuller picture of all these things he said he came to do. And on the cross, what did he say? He said, it is finished. Mm-hmm. He did accomplish those things. Now we need to seek out the kingdom and and how those things play out in the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. That would be a really awesome study, actually, to see what all he came to do. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is he did not throw overthrow the Roman Empire. And so today when I was thinking about this and talking to Benj about like, how does this relate to dreaming? I was thinking a lot about how, um, we as dreamers, we kind of expect this grand hurrah, like this grand parade. It's going to, my old boring life is going to end and I'm just going to, Jesus is going to usher me into this incredible new season where all my dreams come true. And 
when we look at Jesus, the work that he did, the overthrow that he did was the dark. He overthrew the darkness in people's hearts mm-hmm. and the Lord that he became and the people that he overthrew was ourselves. Like he overthrows, he throws you off the throne of your heart. If you let him, that's a pretty crazy thing to think about. Like if you really accept Jesus as Lord, you, you rip yourself away from control of your heart. Right. And Jesus comes in and becomes king and ruler in your heart. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of like this crazy clash of violent overthrow, but it's in our own souls. That's that's where he really performed this amazing wonder. Right. So with all that said, like what does that look like in the reality of what a dream process looks like yeah well i think you hinted on it with being willing to accept what it means to have christ as lord yeah you know it's he has brought down princes from their thrones you know he and you're the prince on your throne yeah that is being brought down um he has scattered the proud and haughty ones you know he came to kill your pride yeah um but that's bookended with um he has exalted the humble yeah. He has filled the hungry with good things. Yeah. Um, so if if you're rich in the world, in the things of the world, you overturn that for being poor in the things of the world and, and rich in the things of God. Yeah. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean literal poverty or, um, you know, kind of that attitude of, of just shunning everything and and abandoning every material item but it's being poor in your attitude to the world's things that the world's things lose their glimmer in your eye um above all you value christ right so that's the foundation that you start from in pursuing the dream otherwise the dream becomes a pursuit of those things totally and and becomes trying to fill your life with the things that you feel will make you happy in that way mm-hmm. it's always a dead end road yeah but all of this is a process like submitting to the lordship of christ mm-hmm. is a daily growth process and some of us will find ourselves in a nazareth where we feel like we're unappreciated we feel like our gifts aren't being used we're not recognized or maybe we're just humble servants like Mary and we're wondering, like, when is our time coming? Right. But maybe that's not the right question to ask. Maybe the right question to ask is, am, am I letting the work that needs to be done in me be done? Because if not, as we've talked about before, then if that time comes when you are launched into something incredible, you won't be ready. Yeah. So, yeah. And it, it also then is the the parallel to the circumstance that Israel wanted to change. They wanted the over the Roman overlords to be overthrown. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why so many people missed the gospel mm-hmm. in in that first century because they were looking for something in their situation to change. Mm-hmm. And Jesus came to change them in yeah, their situation. Totally. 
Um, so when we're dreaming and, and looking for, you know, an outward expression of what we feel like God's put in our heart, and we want him to change our job, our ministry opportunity, our relationships, our family, whatever it is, whatever that situation is that you want freedom from, start seeking freedom within it. Start seeking yeah. the change that he wants to do within you through that process, through that that challenging, and, and it is challenging, you know. This is something I've been through myself, I think, the past couple of years. is yeah. just I'm in a situation, in a job where I'm like, get me out. You know, this is not what I'm called to do. Give me my dream. And the, the best and most rewarding part of that whole thing has been coming to a place of, uh, like I was telling you the other night, I have everything that I could ever yeah. want right here and right now because it's him. Yeah. And regardless of so what circumstance I'm in, what job, financial position, whatever it is, great, okay, because I have everything that I need. I have yeah. everything that I want in him. Yeah. And that's the, the change that he wants to come and bring. Yeah. So beautiful. What an amazing savior that just turned every concept on its head mm -hmm. for redemption. So awesome. Well, that's people, what Christmas is. Yay. <laughs> that's true. I love it. Um, but yeah, real life is happening right now. Our baby just woke up and she's crying. So we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> and, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It would be really helpful if you can leave a review on iTunes. That will really help us gain momentum. Let us know what you think. Give us comments and feedback either on iTunes or you can go check out on the website, gabiruth.com, G-A-B-I-R-U-T-H.com. On the podcast page, check out also the blog and some other things on there. And we are excited to have you join us again next time. Have an amazing week, everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye.